This is Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. Make the time to subscribe. Now let's pull back those sheets. Can we talk about the relationships? Can we talk it over, see how we can build? Only you and I know that's the way it goes. In this big old bed, the Talk It Over show. Talk it over. We're back. Hey, y'all. So if y'all are just tuning in, this is Trish and Big O here in the yep. background. Yep. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm waiting, my turn. I'm waiting my turn. That's all. I'm sitting here. I'm taking notes. I'm taking names. She said this. She, I'm, I'm writing down everything. Can I interject for a second? Um, well, real quick, let me just tell the real listeners, if you just just tuning in, today we are talking about ladies only. We want to know what does a healthy relationship look like? Um, and Najami, listen, I know you had something you had to say, so come on, sis. No, I'm just saying, listen, you have to be aware of the ego. And having a healthy check on your ego is very important. I've always said, mm-hmm. I've always believed that. I am not that egotist. My ego is not that big that I cannot say I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And I am not a person who believes in people saying sorry too often either. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 And mm-hmm. you tell your partner that what action or something they said offends you. Mm-hmm. And you keep on doing it. You're not sorry. Yeah. Right? That's not because healthy either. I, exactly. From, from a healthy perspective, because I've expressed that this really hurts me or, or it, you know, it, I need to work through my own stuff with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe that you do your best as part of a personal development to make the relationship, help the relationship to grow. You know, mm-hmm. it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a dance, it's a, it's a give and take. But there are some people when they meet, they flow so effortlessly. It is a beautiful thing. And mm-hmm. it's all about energy too, you know? Mm-hmm. If somebody yeah. not considering your feelings, not don't, don't they don't have no standards or values like similar to you. Like someone said to me yesterday, a woman on the job is 40 something years married. I said, What is your secret sauce? What were you saying the secret sauce for your marriage? She said, My husband and I have a lot of things that are very similar. When you're younger and you think that, oh, the oddities, the you know, this is um, what is it? Um, opposites attract. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, you would think, oh, that was so cute and that was so nice. But as the relationship continues to to to, to travel, to, ex- to grow, those same things that you found was cute is really becoming irritating um, mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know? So having mm-hmm. similarities, I think, is very important as well mm-hmm. for a healthy I, relationship to grow. Can yes, I throw sir? this in there? I want to, because I, I agree with you, Najami. I agree with you 100%. The only thing that I want to ask is when you have similarities, right? Does how do you how do you within that relationship grow, right? Like because if everything's the same, then there, there's not much to challenge you per se. In in the sense of like you said, this used to get on my nerves. How do you develop that 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 self uh, regulation? In Can I actually? I understand. Can I throw that one to Rhea? Because I feel like. Yeah. Well, Rhea, being married, I feel like you and your husband have probably been through this. Like some of the things that in the beginning were probably cute because I saw your face. 
<laughs> now <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not just, so cute but yeah. how do you regulate and work through those issues so so for me I, you have to look at okay like how much of an irritant or nuisance is whatever this thing so i think once you're able to identify that piece mm -hmm. i think then you have to figure out okay can i work through this so an irritant for me like yo brother don't know how to turn no lights off I can tell when he has been somewhere because guess what? Every light is is left on. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously that's not something I'm divorcing my husband over because he doesn't know how to turn mm -hmm. a light switch off. Um, but also in that, I'm noticing our sons do the same thing. <laughs> so now because it's not, and granted, leaving the light on is so like my new, um, but now we're having conversations and now I've gone to him like, yo, you realize because you leave the lights on, our kids are following suit. And again, very minute issue. So I think you have to look at what is the core issue or what is mm -hmm. this nuisance or this irritance? And then you have to move from there. And the reality is, is because we're ever evolving and we're always changing, there are things that are going to come up again, assuming you're in a long-term relationship that weren't present they come mm -hmm. 10, 15 mm -hmm. years in, our mm -hmm. irritants, mm -hmm. instances, and then it's like, okay, we have to have conversation. Mm -hmm. But you have to ask yourself, is this something I can live with? Is it like a surface level irritants or are we talking like structural or foundational irritations that now are present in the relationship? It's, it's surface until that Con Ed bill shows up and then you're going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> then you going to have, then you have structural I'm going to toss this to Inga. Inga, I'm pulling you in here because you've been real quiet, sis. And I know that you said in the beginning that you want a relationship, a man that flows with you and things just are smooth and easy. Yeah. But now we're talking about these little hiccups, these little upsets, these ebbs in your flow. Come on. Like, how, how exactly? How is that healthy? Like, how are you developing your healthy relationship around these nuances? Inga might be undercover team. Oh, yeah. You know, no, she not. Okay. She might be up for draft. See, this is how you supposed to be muted. Producer, mute his mic. That's all. <laughs> you guys are funny. Um, so I I just came out of a effort, a lot of effort mm -hmm. relationship, and it was very exhausting for me. Like really mentally, I had to go through a very spiritual change with myself. I had to identify. Some of the things that um, well that was flawed in my area as to why I reacted the way I did previously in that relationship, mm -hmm. and I realized that there are some things that when I first started in that relationship, I didn't like to do. Now I like to do it because he doesn't like to do it. I appreciate that now, mm -hmm. and I was putting so much effort into him seeing, like for example, a love language that. I identified that I love now and I realized that I need to go. And the next time I go into something serious, I don't want it to feel that way. Now I can't control how it's going to be. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you a perfect example. I went on a date the other day and this is a guy that um, likes me from like, from the very first time he met me years ago, like probably 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. and I didn't know how to react to that great guy he's like the perfect guy on paper mm -hmm. and I said to myself I said oh my god I don't know what to do with this because this is what I always wanted but how do I react to that and 
when I met up with him, I saw that he was putting so much work into impressing me. And I had mm-hmm. to stop for a second. I said, remember that we were friends. Remember, we always used to go out all the time without you doing any of that. Don't change that. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to lose interest in you. I'm going to get turned off because we weren't able to go into a restaurant that he wanted to take me to. And I said, it's okay. And I could see that he was like very upset about that. I said, no, it is okay. Because maybe next time, because this restaurant is so special to you next time, we're going to enjoy a little bit better than what um, it was supposed to be today. Mm-hmm. And the whole entire day was like, it. he kind of relaxed a little bit and it just went on beautifully. And at the end of the night, he said, Inga, thank you for still being yourself in this. I know that I was struggling in the very beginning because I wanted to impress you. And I said, why are you? We're friends. I, I'm trying to discover this feeling that you're feeling inside as well on my own part. So you had to give me time and that made him feel a little bit better. So um, basically, I'm just trying to tell him to just continue being my friend mm-hmm. and there will be no effort in there. I love that. No, I, so I I love that because it, for me, that says that for you, healthy looks like a bonding friendship before anything else. Like if I can't be your friend, then that that's the foundation for our healthy relationship. If I can't be your friend, there's a a disconnect. There's something unhealthy about this. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, I think when it comes to ladies, um, that most of us are, we feel more than men do we feel um we're we're more emotional by nature most of us are and in that a lot of what is healthy for us has to do with how we feel about a situation how we feel about going into a situation like we want you to be your genuine self we want you to you know to 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 relax and be calm and at ease when you're with us and i think that speaks more that speaks volumes more than someone that does go above and beyond to impress now don't get me wrong i like somebody to impress me take me out spend $500 on me on dinner. Like, <laughs> like I'm not going to impress me, show me your best self. But in the same instance, I do need someone that I can talk to someone that I can be myself with someone that I can. And, and if I, if we set that, that precedent very early on that I can talk to you and the conversation is very easy and it flows and it just works. That's what I expect throughout the relationship. I don't ever want to come to a point where the communication, I can't, I feel like I can't speak to you. And I've been in those situations where I've been with someone and it started out real easy and, and it was nice and it flowed very well. And then we got to a point where I just couldn't talk to you anymore. And that was like the first sign of a unhealthy relationship to me that I can't talk to you. Like, I'm scared to talk to you. I'm scared to tell you what's on my mind. And, you know, and it was little things that they did that turned that the table of the relationship. So I listen, girl, I feel you. I hear you. I'm with you 100 (laughs) percent. Yeah, I experienced that in my last relationship. It was just like Mm -hmm. it was cool in the beginning. And then I'm afraid to speak. And that's that's not good after a while. Yeah. Do do you all have a turning point, Trish? Do you like do you know when that kind of flipped was there like a specific instance that happened that just made you make that decision so what's funny is remember last week's com last week's topic was um Uh what do you do when your partner doesn't believe in you Mm -hmm. i'm gonna talk Mm -hmm. to y'all real quick so my last relationship (laughs) so my last relationship literally that that was the turning point 
He mm. said he made a comment that he didn't believe I could do the things that I said I was working on that I could do. He didn't believe in me. Mm-hmm. And that for me was the turning point where I just said, now I can't talk to you. Mm. Now, because okay. you don't believe okay. in me, like anytime I feel like you display any sort of um, ne- almost distrust uh, or negative yeah. energy, it kind of, uh. for me, it, he, it starts to put me up at bay. I'll probably talk through it the first or second time. Okay. And then okay. if it keeps happening, yeah. that's it for me. Like I've had uh, people tell me I'm super emotional and I'm like, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. But the more you keep saying it, the yeah. less I'm going to gotcha. actually show you. So gotcha. for me, that's how it works. So I don't know what about Andrew, you know, we haven't heard much from Andrea. I see you Andrew over there. In and out. Andrew's like Chicago. Right. I, I'm so sorry. I'm at a bookstore too. Like I, I try to do everything. That's why I'm That's the probably world. why I can't have a healthy relationship. <laughs> I just do too much. <laughs> Honestly. Um, but I really enjoyed and I think that I thoroughly like took notes like mentally with what everybody was saying. And I mm-hmm. like the fact that everybody kind of has a different perspective and a different background i know me i'm a single lady and um (laughs) relationships come really hard to me and i think that like what i've been reflecting on the past week is that um just i'm learning that a lot of the way that i am in relationships is because of what i've learned from my parents and seeing there what i learned from my uh, parents is kind of like what i'm learning now and i'm trying not to be present in my relationships, like how I learned through my parents, because I feel like a lot of what they do is very toxic. And so I'm trying to stay away from that. Which, and and really quickly, Andrew, that actually brings us to a very valid point, a very good point. I think, and, and I learned behaviors. I learned really what not to do from my parents, watching my parents' unhealthy relationship. Um, and trying to correct Uh those mistakes. And a lot of it had to do with their communication. They, for years, Uh were never able to talk to each other, like literally just have a normal conversation without it uh, escalating into something else. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I think, and I want to touch on this for a little bit, if everyone in the room wants to kind of just, what did your parents' relationship look like and how did that play into whether or not, or how did that play into your development of a healthy relationship. Talking to me? Or are you talking no, to the I'm, rest? I'm not talking to you. I haven't been talking oh, okay. to you. Okay, I'm just saying, because they, they, they was real quiet <laughs> on there. It was real quiet <laughs> over there. I was like, huh, was I that was for me? Started, no, and, and I'll start it off, you know, because okay. I'm, I'm pretty transparent with y'all. Like, my parents really had a very rocky relationship. And from a little girl, like, my parents split when I was, like, two, maybe a little younger than that. So mm-hmm. I'd never seen my mom and dad in the same household. And mm. I, every time I remember every interaction that I can recall with the two of them were not, they weren't pleasant interactions. They, you know, for a very long time, they were, you know, very upset with each other. And you could see mm. that in the way that they talk to each other. Mm-hmm. So for me, when I really began to learn what a healthy relationship looked like and what I wanted in a relationship at the top, well, technically the bottom, the foundation of my relationship and I've said this several times has to be communication. Like I have to be able to talk to you through good and through bad. You know, um, if we get to a point where we can't communicate, that actually really is the end of the conversation, uh, the end of the relationship. The relationship yeah. Because for me, I've seen that. All over that. I thought Najami would have jumped all into that. that <laughs> there was that gap in that. I thought Najami was been like, oh, this is me all day. <laughs> well, I mean, we could definitely toss it your way, Najami, because I'm sure you, you, you know, like what did your parents' relationship teach you about a healthy relationship? What not to become. 
Mm. <laughs> what not to become? Mm-hmm. What not to become? People teach you two things: either what to become or what not to become. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents had very unhealthy had a very unhealthy relationship. My mother was never married. She's still not married. My mother was my father's mistress, mm. so she was one of his mistresses who had children for him, and mm. the other mistress also had my other brothers and sisters. Yeah. So um, it was not healthy. This says that my father has married to someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother would get still get upset when she knew he was out with other women. There was a lot of arguing and fighting and um, things being thrown across the room like a flying saucer. Mm-hmm. In the way you would get hit. Mm. So there was a lot of um, bickering and arguing and you know those type of things. My mother was a very physical woman. She would slap you in a minute. Mm. <laughs> you know? So I learned that um, even though some of those behaviors that I observed, did I... Did it carry over into some of my relationships with men? Yeah, it did. It did, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, but as I begin to uh, work on my personal development and I begin to also dig deeper into the different dimensions of my spirit and soul and all of that, I understand that I'm not talking about things that helps me understand about like my birth number, my, my rising mm-hmm. number, my these all these different aspects, like a puzzle helps to make up the picture of me, of who I am. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm very careful not to be influenced by what media or the s- system says a relationship is supposed to be. Relationships is different things to different people. Mm-hmm. Um, could deal with, deal with a, a healthy relationship to them. It could be monogamous. It could be uh, polygamous or polyamorous. It can be an open kind of relationship. Um, some people have the relationship is being in an abusive relationship and that's all they know and they're not comfortable unless there's a fight or argument. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, everybody here is speaking for, from their perspective. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. but so, um, yeah, so I communication is a big thing with me. You got to get me here. Yeah. I don't care how sexy your body is. If you don't get me here, of course, women, you get women in the head. Right, men yeah. get caught up by the small head. That's why they always get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> right, now hey, when you get hey. older, you release yeah. that. But we got to, we got to get there first. We yeah, got to exactly. get there. We got to exactly. get there first. Some older men I know that shit ain't that. Uh-uh, they still think Yo, that's, 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 them. that's their right. too. They don't want to let that shit go. That's on them. Uh, like, like you, like you can, you can wave Panani in front of my face all day, nothing, unless I want it to be in my head. The late, so, the late comedian, Robin Williams <laughs> said it, said it best. Now he said it best. He said, "Yo, God gave man two heads, but only enough blood to think with one." So it's like, it's like one or the other. One or the other. There's one or the other. He said, "You only gave, so you only gave him enough blood to operate one at a time." Well, listen, Rhea, I, I still want to continue with this question. but so And I got one more question for y'all. And then we're going to kind of relinquish this to the guys. Because, you know, they, they can't keep their mouths shut. So let's hope they got some good things to say. Rhea? So as you guys were talking, I, I don't know what I learned from my parents' relationship. They divorced. No. Did they divorce? They, they divorced or separated when I was in sixth grade. But honestly... I don't remember anything about their relationship. Like nothing sticks out in my head. When you guys first asked the question, literally the first thought that came into my head, I remember when my dad worked 
um, second shift and got out of work at midnight. Like I always remember staying, trying to stay up late so that when he came home, we could watch um, Green Acres. <laughs> and I don't know why. I don't know why that's a memory. But yeah, I don't like I literally have no recollection of, of seeing my parents interact. I see them now. Mm-hmm. Like they bicker like old people, but they have a really good relationship. Um, I do know though that they they had to work to get there. So no like yeah. memory sticks like like no like horrible memories stick out, but honestly, I can't even pull on any good memories either. Mm. Um, and now that I'm thinking, I know my dad. There was some like back and forth. I remember mm. when I was in kindergarten, he was out the house. My little sister was born when I was going in third grade. So at some point he came back, but I don't even remember when he came back. Mm-hmm. And then by sixth grade, he was out again. And then that was like the end. That was of, it. That was the end of their marriage. So I know when it came for me, as far as a healthy relationship, I can't say there was ever a, a relationship or a couple that I looked to. I was always very aware of, mm-hmm. of what I thought I needed. And granted, what I thought I needed mm. has changed over the course of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I have always been in tune with what I thought I needed or what I thought was best for me. And in my 20s, what I thought was best for me was horrible for me. <laughs> Girl, listen, we've all been there, okay? That's interesting, though. That's so, really interesting. I have a question for you, Rhea. Because yeah. your parents, you don't have any good or bad memories for your parents. You think that you and your husband work to, to create those memories for your kids? Like, create that that those good memories, you know what I mean? Like something memorable for your kids to remember later on in life. So wait, so you asked, are we intentional about doing that? Yeah, are you intentional about it? <clears throat> or y'all just be fighting over the lights. over the lights, FY. So here's the deal. My husband's personality, and not that I'm an intense person by any imagination, or at least I don't think I am. Mm-hmm. My husband is like so laid back. Like mm-hmm. it it takes a whole lot to ruffle his feathers feathers. I know I was very intentional about not arguing in front of our kids, and not that we're mm-hmm. arguers anyways. Um, Mm -hmm. But even with disagreements, when our kids are present, I'm very um, I'm very intentional about tone of voice Mm because I never want them to perceive something to be bigger than it really is. And then in that sense, I want I want to always try and model for them that it's okay to disagree with somebody. But that disagreement doesn't have to look dysfunctional or yelling and cussing and things of that nature. So so Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but 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 allowing them to see that. Right. That can be a teaching moment. It doesn't have to be a dysfunctional moment. It can be a teaching moment. Right. So it's good for for, for children to see kind of the conflict on some Uh level in a controlled environment like home where you can teach them actually how to 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 resolve conflict. Right. Absolutely. I mean, no, no right or wrong, but. You know, it's sometimes we I would say that the thing that that really messed me up was a lot of the stuff that my family hid from us Mm -hmm. that we should have been able to see. Right. Yeah. But 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 because they were creatures of their time, they didn't have the, the people skills like like everybody on this panel does where we're more talkers. Right. Mm -hmm. We're not like I know I didn't hit my children. I had to give my son. I had to give him a spanking once his entire life, right? But most of it was talking, right? And my son hated it. 
He hates it even now, right? Because he's <laughs> like, Dad, you're always in my head, right? I would get mad. I w- it would almost be better if you hit me because what you left, you what impression you put in my head that made me really take a deep dish dive into thinking, that bothered me, you know? So, so a lot of times, you know, it's good that our children see conflict in front of them in a controlled environment like home so that they can learn, learn to become, uh, be able to resolve conflict, right? And, and, think, and we're talking about healthy conflict at that, you know, yeah, we're really, when we're talking about healthy yeah. conflict, being right. able to, exactly. to work through an issue um, using a- yeah. adequate communication. Yeah, because because yeah. that because that is a healthy relationship, right? Yeah. So when 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 I look for, uh, at a healthy relationship, how do we resolve conflict, right? What what constructive manners do we resolve conflict? And, mm-hmm. and I always just think back to growing up, and I'm like, you know, I wish some of these things had played out in front of me with, uh, you know, with family, you know, my mom, her husband, um, so that it would have been able to give me some measure of how to handle things or not handle things. So everything was a covert operation back in those days, right? You know, and the things that the things that you should be talking about, people, family don't talk about. The things you shouldn't be talking about mm-hmm. being put on front street, you know. Mm-hmm. So those types mm-hmm. of things. But like, you know, Rhea, you you and everybody on the panel um, all have healthy, constructive ways in which to resolve your conflicts. I really, I, I don't even have to be in your homes to see that. I mm-hmm. know that about you all. So, um. So it's important for that to play out. Um, I'm sorry, ladies, we took up, we jumped in. Yeah, y'all, listen, they don't know how to be quiet. Listen, ladies, no, we next don't. week when we when the, when the men tape, we're going to come all up in their podcast. Don't worry, I'm going to forward y'all the link. Just hop in. Just, you, you know, come on yourself. in and see our thing. We're okay. going to give you the fake link. We're going to give you, a, we're gonna give you a, a phony link. Nah, listen, you can't. I'm your co-host. You got to let me in. Listen, don't you start your nonsense, okay? I will take everybody. This is where they at. Pull up. <laughs> you, you know, team, team Olin, I think that you have more than enough ammunition now. No, oh, you no, know, I got, I got, I got, I got no, they don't. No, they don't. I want to help you out as best I could to instigate. I got, I got plenty to say. Listen, you know I, say? I got plenty to say. Ladies, I'm telling y'all next week, just clear this hour. We coming back on. Listen, we, but you know what? You know what we're going to do? We actually going to sit and listen. Because that's that's the problem with their healthy relationships. They don't listen. They don't. They don't. They don't listen. <laughs> One, two, uh-huh, three. Uh-huh. They don't listen. Hassan, Hassan so, has something to say. I would like to ask something. Go ahead, um, Hassan. You know, you you guys were you know talking about you know uh, the 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 our parents' relationships mm-hmm. and if they were healthy and and it's like mine totally was not healthy at all. It just messed my head up because my mother and father were married for fifty three years. Mm-hmm. But my father was never faithful. He it's like from from for my whole life he always had other women. Mm-hmm. So from a little boy up, he took me around his other women. So I learned, mm. you know, my reference was that yo, you can have all the women you got. You can be married, have side women. He had number one, number two, number three, number four. You know, and, and then that didn't even include the ones that he met in his travels if he was out somewhere. So he would meet them. So I have a question for you, Hassan. If you yeah. were a little girl, and 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 please just hear me out. Do you think your father would have done that same thing with you? Do you think he uh, would have let you see that? Uh, he did. He he did not let my sister see that. But also, he didn't let them see that. But also, they didn't know what they were seeing. 
Whereas I did. You know what see, I mean? but but again, he because you he let you see it and you're a boy, I'm sure the conversations that he had with you were completely different than the conversations he had but, with his daughter. However, however, let me just tell you this. When he got older, it, it no, he he when they were like eight, nine, ten, no, that's when they knew. He let them know. And then when he got older, he would tell them that he was gonna go out with some other chick or whatever. You know, that was his that was his his mind frame. You know, he so, told my sisters that. And and let me ask you this: With your sisters, do they have healthy relationships with oh, men? Oh hell no! Neither one of them. No, never. So, now, I mean, listen, it's, it's like like for me. I know for me, it's like uh, my perspective and, and and the development of healthy relationship has been ongoing, and it's still ongoing. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, because uh, it's a lot of deeply uh, embedded um, dysfunctions that have to be unwound. And rewired, you know, for for uh, a healthy uh, existence with others. You know what I mean? Because yeah, the framework is just like was totally off. You know what I mean? So I came into a world where where it was strange if you was different from me. So I was like, wow, y'all different. How do you do that? I mean, you know, everybody I met was kind of similar to me. So when I got married, I didn't get married for better or for worse forever. I got married. Because I got married, but that meant that I could still have somebody on the side. So, you know what I mean? Mm. And, that, and, and that wasn't the reason why we broke up. But, you know. I get, listen, it's a, it was, it and, and I think, and I think, and, and, and I think in our journey, and, and ladies, we're going to, and ladies only, one, two, and three, close your mouths for like two seconds and listen to your ears. <laughs> um, actually, you know what? Before we before we end, Rhea, I want to bring you in on that last comment and then I'm going to get everybody's last word. So, Rhea, I think you messaged me and said you had something to say. Uh-oh. Oh, wait. I for- just that quick, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we don't listen. And this is why we don't listen. And this, we be sitting here waiting. We be waiting. <laughs> Are you waiting? You got something to say? Oh, I, okay. Well, listen, All right. Okay. was over there talking. He was bumping them gums. She, she forgot. It's okay. I get it. I get it. Listen, but um, I do want to say this. You know, I feel like a lot of what we learn as as women, we learn. You know, we learn from our parents. We learn when we're young. We learn from other relationships, and then we make a conscious decision at some point in time. To the, and decide what is it that we actually want. Like Rhea said, what she wanted in her 20s was different from what she wants in her 30s. And I'm sure it's going to be different from what she wants in her 40s. We're ever evolving. And I feel like as long as you do the work within yourself to know exactly what you need and what you want, you can have a very healthy relationship with another person. If you're secure in being able to say, these are the things I want from my partner. And if you, and are you willing to give those things to me? If you're not, then okay, we're going to move on. And I expect my partner to actually be able to do the same thing. I expect him to sit down and say, these are the things that I want in a relationship. Or like on my end, are you able to give these things to me? And if you're not, then you're not the one for me. So final, final comments. That was my final comment. Ladies, I'm going to open it back up. Let's start with, uh, actually, let's start with Rhea. And then we'll go Rhea, Najami, and then Inga. I'm going to get Andrew one of these days. She she disappeared on me. She's she around here somewhere in, in the universe doing her thing. So, Rhea? So, I think my final comment, as women, we need to, yeah, know what we want. And don't be afraid to put it out there. Um, don't be afraid to put it out there as well as don't lower your expectation or don't lower because somebody say you have 10 things and they're meeting seven, like don't settle. 
like know what you want and it's okay. You're not selfish. Like just kind of put it out there and somebody will, someone will meet all your needs. Mm-hmm. Najami. Um, I will say um, to take personal uh, inventory, mm-hmm. to take inventory of, um, of your relationships and, and take responsibility for your play in your relationship going awry, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I do agree that it's okay to be selfish as far as attracting what you need for your own personal development, because we are in each other's lives to help each other grow, right? For a yep. season and a reason. Mm-hmm. And I do agree that not to be desperate, there's a difference between being thirsty and dehydrated for a relationship or hungry and starving for one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'll be thirsty as I'll drink enough to quench my thirst. I'll eat enough because I'm hungry and full, but just learn from that and do your best, you know, not to like, if you're a person who likes to go into people's phones and you know, that was a big thing in a relationship or you have some trust issues or certain things, you need to work on that. You know, you need to work on your trust issues and, and also, and let your partner know that these are some things that I am still wrestling with or working on. You know, um, a guy asked me one time in a relationship, is there anything about me that I feel I need to to change? I said, no, no, not at all. Really? I'm fine. I accept myself for who I am and what I am and what I'm not. Okay. So if you can work with me with that. Go ahead. Go ahead, sir. Question. Was that you going through, was that you going through somebody's phone? I don't go through your phone. I was almost engaged to a guy and he left his phone here. And his sister told him that was a big mistake and I may go through his phone. I ain't going through no man's phone. I ain't checking your phone. I ain't looking I'm for shit. I'm because with, I'm if I'm looking for something, I will find it. Yep. I'm not checking no phone and I don't want you to check my phone. Now, if I am in the house with you and your phone rings and you tell me, babe, answer the phone for me, I'll answer the phone for you. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm not going to answer the phone call. Oh, hi, this is so-and-so woman or who is this? No, no, no. That's too much drama. You're right? Exactly. If my phone rings, please don't answer my phone either. Okay? Yep. Healthy relationship. That's what that is. Exactly. If I, my phone rings and I say, babe, you know, can you answer the phone for me, please? Or whatever. No problem. You know, but we have to also respect people's boundaries and parameters in healthy relationships as well. So that's just my tea on that. Awesome. And last of all, but not least, Inga, come on with the last gems and jewels for today. <laughs> Once again, effortless, effortless. My personality is very cool and calm and I don't need too much, too much to even get me excited. Like the mm-hmm. smallest things just like warms my heart. I'm just like that. So I think that um, we all just need to just be ourselves in everything that we do mm-hmm. and in a, a relationship and just enjoy each other. And if we find that we don't like something, speak about it. Say what you have to say right there. Now, two people have to be confident enough to take all of that. I could take it is the person in front of me can take it. I hope so. So I'm ready to give it and also receive the truth that they're telling me. So um, just self-development all the time, constantly, and just effortless, seriously. 
Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, listen, talk it over. This has been an amazing, amazing conversation. Any, mini, miny, and the rest of the boy crew, Mo, <laughs> the seven dwarfs, whatever y'all want to call yourself. Listen, next Ouch. week, we coming back. <laughs> yes, listen, Team here. Olin, we coming yeah. back in here full force next week. And we're going to say it and we're going to listen to what y'all got to say. How about, okay? how about this? How about this? I propose, I propose the fellas have their, we have our say, and then we all come back. I like that. And battle it out. I like and that. So the, I like the that. I like can that. Listen to because I'm I'm gonna you know tell all, all I'm gonna tell my panel. Hey, listen to the podcast, the ladies edition, so you can go ahead and have something. That but that's kind of like with. cheating. No, because y'all gonna get the same thing. Y'all we're gonna do ours, and then y'all get to listen as well, and okay. then we're gonna come back and have have the third or fourth or whatever battle. You know, because it might be we'll, we'll see. It might be best of five. Might be best of seven. <laughs> you know what I think. <laughs> I think after this podcast and you you do yours, the men, we're gonna come back so strong, so strong <laughs> for you guys. Because well, I feel I, like you guys have something up the sleeves, Trisha. Yeah, you projecting, you projecting, Inga, you projecting. Listen, be fair listen, fight. that's because we be on the same plane. All the ladies, we vibrating mm-hmm. on the so same y'all plane. Create, right y'all creating drama. Ain't no drama even <laughs> happening. Y'all already creating it. See, see, well, see. Listen, y'all, it has been great. This has been a great conversation. Oh, so yep, you want to take us out? I'm, hey, so I want to thank all of y'all. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having yes, Trisha's thank back. You. Can't wait to have y'all here again, especially after we have our take. I want to thank uh, K.I. from Best Eye for jumping on and Absolutely. helping out. Thank uh, Anna Banana, Bumpy, all of our producers, Hassan, and uh, in the immortal words of K.I., slow motion. Peace. Amazing! You've been listening to Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. We hope you got what you needed. Make sure you subscribe. Holla at you next week.